Hey guys, Alana here, and I'm excited to bring you a new little series I'm working on called Alana's Quick Bites. Every week I answer questions live from my exclusive diabetes weight loss group. And because the past ones are too good to hold back, I thought I would share them now with the rest of you. So here's another bite-sized insight. Hope to answer your question next. The link can be found in the notes. Enjoy. How do you help get the mentality dinner and done started? I have always been someone that has a healthy dinner but then I don't feel fully satisfied. And I find myself saying things like, quote unquote, you've been so good all day. So now you deserve this popcorn or this chocolate, et cetera. I have no issues really during the day, but my discipline wanes by the evening. And I know it's emotional likely, but any tips on how to shift this mindset at night? Such a great question. I'm going to respond to what's going on in your head. So your old mindset is, quote unquote, you've been so good all day, so you deserve this popcorn, unquote, right? Again, it comes to the mindset shift of like, you've been so good. So when you eat, does that mean you're participating in something bad? Do you have a craving to be like rebellious, right? I'm not putting the words good and bad here. Like this is coming from you, right? Like I've been so good. Now I want to do the opposite, right? So the opposite of good is bad. So first off, I think you have to redefine what eating at night is, okay? Take a lot of the emotional out of it. Let's look at it as the practical. Is it bad to be eating popcorn or chocolate at night? Is that bad? Is that inherently bad? No. It's just maybe not aligned with your goals, right? So if your goal is to see, you know, mindfulness or discipline in dinner and done, then sure, it's not in line. If it's to like nourish yourself or, or feel like you're hungry, it's totally not bad, right? It's, it, it could be fine, right? If you're trying to maintain your weight, it could be fine. Um, so I, I think like the good and the bad, inherently creates this, I've been so good. Like I've been, but I don't, I don't feel like you mean good. When people say I've been so good, I want to be bad. It's like, I feel like you're not using the word good properly. I feel like you're not saying I've been so good. Cause if you said like, I've been so good, what that should mean is like, I've taken really great care of myself today. Like now I'm going to take horrible care of myself. Like really try to get to the bottom of what your language is telling you. Right. And we're like unpacking this together live here. So feel free to, to share in the chat. It's possible that you felt so disciplined during the day and now you crave surrender. And it, we're always kind of battling this Discipline and surrender. We all crave discipline. We all crave a sense of control because a sense of control is a key pillar of happiness. So we're all always craving this this sense of control. But we, what happens is we're interpreting a sense of control that's a pillar of happiness with ultimate control. Uh, uh, uh. Like there's a gym by me called the Dungeon of Discipline. I'm like, ah, that sounds horrible. But it's like for people who just like want that dominating sense of discipline. And unfortunately, that is not sustainable. We don't need entire control. We need 
a sense of control. And so how can we get you to this point where you can balance this craving of discipline and surrender in a more balanced way? So I'm going to just propose some suggestions here. So first off, maybe we need to make your daytime routine and the food you're eating more enjoyable because you're saying you've been good all day, but it almost seems like what's what you're really saying is I've had to be like tortured all day, right? That doesn't sound good. That sounds like you've been like eating the broccoli in a form of like, this sucks, but I'm doing it. And that's not fun. So I think what we have to do is definitely bring maybe more fun into your daytime routine, right? Like maybe you're burnt out from the same three vegetables that you've been eating. Like, honestly, sometimes it is so simple as to make a new recipe. It's, it blows my mind. Sometimes a, a client will come into a private session. I'm so emotional. I'm emotional eating. I'm eating this. I'm eating that. And literally I'm like, you know what? Freaking scrap it. I'll take a recipe book off my off my bookshelf. I'll go to the veggie section. Um, doesn't have to be my recipes, although I highly recommend them because they're delicious. But like you can scroll through my Instagram, you can go through the 2B mindset, you know, um library, you can open up even the original 2B mindset recipe book that you may already have. Bacon and Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I could get shaved bake, uh, like bacon and shaved Brussels sprouts. I am craving that salty, bacony flavor. Like sometimes it's literally as easy as changing your recipe. Like one thing that you make, or just like allowing yourself to treat yourself to to salad kits or a new dressing or like something. It's like it's something just so small. Like you haven't even uncovered kelp noodles yet, and like you realize that if you boil them with a little baking soda, like it's really good with a lot of Alfredo sauce and rotisserie chicken. Like sometimes it's it's something that just brings more joy into your day that feels less hard and more indulgent. So you don't feel like you have to rebel at night. Okay. So I really need you to not overlook that because sometimes I look at, at people's trackers. I'm like, you literally eat baby carrots and cold sugar snack peas. And like that same, like hummus cup pack every day. And like, I'm losing my mind, right? Like make my portobello mushroom caps with the caramelized onions and the provolone cheese. Like you got to just kind of shake things up sometimes and make your food more delicious. It, it changes your whole mindset and outlook. I, I promise you that. Um, and it makes it, it makes you feel way more confident that you can not only be dinner and done, but you can sustain this for a lifetime. Okay. So, because what you're now doing in terms of like uh, rebelling at night, if you're not enjoying the daytime more and more and more, that night is going to turn into a whole week of being like, oh, I give up, I give up, I give up. I need indulgences. So that please don't overlook the power of a delicious recipe and changing your whole mindset and confidence and discipline um, at night. So that's one. Um, and, and two is a lot, a lot of it. I mean, you know, I always say in my book, there's, there's three pillars of every weight loss, right? There's, there's three pillars of even every question you guys ask me. There's the emotional, which I think we just spoke about a little bit. There's the nutritional. And a lot of times I feel like people can't be dinner and done because they're still hungry. Like I, I eat a decent amount of protein, like that whole deck of cards, you know, is a serving size of chicken thing that we, you might've heard or seen, or like I was taught in nutrition classes at weight loss camp, even as like eight to 13 years old, like 
it never resonated with me. Like I need two chicken thighs and maybe three slices of steak sometimes to be dinner and done. Right. Like, especially if it's an inner, it's an earlier dinner and it's the barbecue and like we're eating at 4 30 PM. And I actually want to be dinner and done through the night. Like I will eat two chicken thighs, two skinless chicken thighs, and a few slices of steak with a huge amount of salad. If that's what, like, if it's at like 4 30 PM to be dinner and done for the night, like sometimes you have to lean into being more satisfied and, and over at like overestimate how much protein and veggies that might take because, and how much water as well. So sometimes it takes like just bringing in the practical, like, you know what? I'm not going to have that popcorn or that chocolate. I'm not, I'm not denying it, but I'm going to delay it until I at least give myself the opportunity to eat more protein and eat more veggies at dinner and make sure that I am increasing my water to 15 to 15 ounces. Because when you do that, now you're not denying, you're delaying. And now when you're watching TV, you're so focused on the extra 15 ounces. I love that Regina just took her two minutes at water bottle and started chugging it. Now what you're doing is you're delaying it. You're making sure that you're fuller. So you're actually more fuller and satisfied. So you're taking care of that nutritional and you're taking care of the emotional by trying to bringing the practical more in, right? Like you're trying to bring more logic in, which really helps quiet a lot of our emotions constantly anyway. And then you have that environment piece, which is my third pillar of weight loss. You have this environment piece, which is your two hands are on the wheel of your water. And when your two hands are on the wheel of your water, they're not on the bag of popcorn. So now you're focused on getting like 15 more ounces of a tea, of a flavored water, of a sparkling water, whatever. You're not denying it, but your, your hands and your environment and what you're focused on is insight more in stomach. And then you're also filling up because you had the more protein, you had the more veggies, you had the more water. You're kind of pushing off when this popcorn would have happened. So if the popcorn tends to happen at 8.30, like now it's like nine. Now you're kind of giving yourself an opportunity to be like, uh, maybe I should sleep and sleep guys is really the secret pillar of happiness that uh, of happiness. Sure. Health. Absolutely. Definitely weight loss. I own the website, gain, sleep, lose weight. I always thought in my heart of hearts, my first book was going to be entirely on sleep and weight loss because the studies are just enough to fill like an 800 page book. It is wild to me. I'm a big fan of beach body's new last thing, which is like a sleep supplement. I Definitely don't recommend taking the three that they say on the bottle. I think it's way too much. I think start with one, maybe go to two. If you need three, eventually do your thing. Um, I personally don't take that much, but I do like it. Um, but like, or, or chamomile tea or dark night, but like when, by the time it's now nine in your routine, get yourself to sleep. My love, please like really give yourself the gift of sleep because a lot of that, just changing this nighttime routine, just and changing the mindset and changing the behaviors you did all day, makes dinner and done such a greater possibility for you that it, it'll become less and less of an issue. So, I want you to first and foremost believe that you can kibosh the post-dinner snacking debacle. You can overcome it. You know, sometimes people like you just keep telling yourself you can't, you can't, you can't. So you're not. <laughs> right? But like you can, you can overcome the late night snacking thing. And it takes maybe changing some food, definitely changing your mindset and very likely changing your nighttime routine. Um, and to bring forth, not cut out, but bring in more sleep, bring in a chamomile tea, bring in potentially more veggies and protein at dinner. And when you crowd in, you very gently push out the negative ways, which I, I love. And you don't have to focus on it. You just kind of like 
crowd in the positive. So you can do it. 